Welcome back to the Comic Geek Roundtable. I'm Robert Byler, Editor-in-Chief for ComicGeek.tv, joined today by Managing Editor... Adam Houck. And Sarah Smith, contributor to ThisIsFilm.com, and a YouTube personality person. Hi, Sarah. Hi, I'm a person. Yeah. I mean, I've been led to believe that. we had to establish that. Yay! I just always take issue with the term personality. Like, it's accurate, but it's weird. How? No, it is weird. I, I was, as you were saying, and I was like, I'm a personality. Yeah, no, it's weird. Uh, okay, I guess, like, calling someone a personality just kind of makes... I mean, what else do we... It seem like a facade, almost. Yeah, like, what do we call it? Entertainer? Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be dependent, like... Contributor? YouTube contributor definitely sounds weirder to me. Uh, well, I mean, it sounds like more of a higher level, like you contribute to YouTube's day-to-day basis. Yeah, I'm with that. I mean, I know it sounds super dry, but it's like, what do you do? I contribute content to the internet. Yeah. Mm. All right, that's accurate. So we have we officially decreed we will let all the internet know <laughs> yeah. to never say personality. It's always YouTube contributor. Yeah, yeah internet. try. All right. You've been told. We'll get that out there. Um, Sarah, thank you for joining us today. Um, all the way from... I'm set across. Australia. I was, I was <laughs> say, I'm set across the pond, but that's it's a little farther than that. A little bit of a bigger pond. Yeah. yeah. Pond that, also. That pause. I'm like, you don't know what my hometown is. Well, <laughs> you said. <laughs> well, I almost said New Brunswick, and I'm like, that's that's, that's New Jersey. <laughs> no, Brisbane. No, Australia. that's Canada. Is there a new? Yes. Okay. Well, There's then there Brunswick we go. In Canada. Still the wrong direction. Yeah. Very. Also. Um, completely different all right all right so let's let's get into talking a bit about the uh the news of the geek world uh for the week starting off sarah talk to me about memes no they're beautiful and wonderful aren't they what (laughs) i love memes uh well there's one in particular that you (laughs) showed me this week and that i prompted to throw it in the show notes so i mean i just i know that you're a bit of a connoisseur of memes i just okay i'm not only am I a giant nerd, I'm a giant sort of media academic nerd. So I love that the whole participatory culture thing with memes. And uh, I love that um, just how people can take content and um, remix and, and everything. And just one of my favorite memes that I just found recently. And I think I was really late to the party on this one. But it's the Irish reporter who um, was warning everyone to not go into the water. Um, the opposite of what Death Clock told people to do. Okay, well, just don't take unnecessary journeys, as she so wisely said. And her, her passionate pleading really spoke to the internet. Does it also help that she's being, like, barraged by a storm? And um, it got remixed. Do you want to say more, Icy? Well, wait, wait, wait. wait. So I saw a version where she got hit with a with a stop sign. Is that not real? Oh. Oh, no. Maybe I've never seen the original version of this. I assumed that was the original. I mean, I watched it. it The video was in the link. I watched it. I don't think she got hit with a stop sign. No, that's a different meme. Oh, my God, RC. Wait, what? I swear this is the one you linked me to. I'm going to pull it up real quick. No, I did the Irish reporter. She's like, don't make unnecessary journeys. Yeah, Yeah, frantic Irish weather reporter tenderly inserted into 80s love ballad. Yeah, but she's just talking in the rain, and then she gets inserted um, into... Oh, no, I, I actually, really, that's stop, what I'm saying, is I saw a version of this separately 
where she was hit with a stop sign, and I had been led to believe, because that was the first one I saw, that that was the original. Much I enjoyed the, uh, the Jurassic World picture. That was pretty great. Oh, yeah. We're, I like the one where she's uh, inserted into into the Star Wars trailer. Into what now? Uh, Star Wars. Into, it's a, into it's, what now? It's a, it's a film. What? Into what now? Sorry, what? What is this? That I, I'm, I'm not hearing what you're, ta- what you're saying. He, Adam refuses to acknowledge that Star- Sarah, Adam refused to acknowledge that Star Wars is happening basically until no. the day it, no, no, it's basically what you're doing. You're, no, that's you're not, not acknowledging that anything is happening until you actually see it. No, I'm, I'm just not looking at the trailer. You're, no, you're, um, you've gone beyond not looking at the trailer. You're avoiding any and all basically reference to it on the internet at this point. I, mean, I do yeah. that, and then you go to the cinema to watch something completely different, and then suddenly you are stuck watching the trailer for the thing, and you're like, "No, I was avoiding." No, spoilers. okay, he avoided it's, that. It's actually, uh, actually funny you bring that up. When I went to see Age of Ultron, um, the first trailer for Star Wars popped in, and I told my friend next to me, "I'm like, tell like I saw Lucasfilm flash." I'm like, "Oh no!" So I closed my eyes and plugged my ears and just started going la 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 so loud. And I'm just like, tell me when this is over. I don't care what anyone else in the theater is thinking. I was going to say, right you now. never told me about the uh, saying la 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 part. I would have. I would have ripped your arms from your from your ears. <laughs> oh, you yeah. were an asshole. As much as I'm like, don't spoil things. I do love a good trailer. If someone was la la laing through a trailer, I would have watched. Like I'm the person who hits my friend when they're like, Uber, you know, and I'm just like, shut up, I'm watching this. Right, but, but they yeah. also could see it on the internet. Afterwards. It's not the same. I Watching know, like that trailer you've been excited for in the cinema is yeah. Like, yeah. Watching a trailer, okay. watching a film in the actual. I mean, that's a good comparison there too. Is like okay, watching well, a movie. To be fair, at the, it wasn't at the really trailer. that loud. I tried not to be like super loud. Okay. I'm hearing a lot of backpedaling here. But whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, just don't make unnecessary journeys. Is what we've gotten out of this? Uh, yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Sarah, what would you say your favorite meme is? Oh, oh no! Don't ask me that without. Are you talking ta- over all or of these remixes? All right, let's start with just of these remixes. Where, where's your favorite place you've seen uh, Irish frantic Irish report, weather lady thrown oh, into? Oh well, remixing her into Rihanna's umbrella was pretty great. <laughs> okay, I can, I can oh, see that's that. Fantastic. It was like songified, if that's the word. I'm not even sure if that's the word, but that sounds right. Through it. It was Rihanna's umbrella. It's just like when they took bacon pancakes and put that through um, Alisa Keys, New York. Yes, that was and then, so yeah, good. Wait, have, you, is, have someone taken it farther? No, no, I was oh. just, because uh, I love that. Yeah. Like, I love Adventure Time, and that it's just a fun show, and just that whole thing. I'm going to throw that in. I'm gonna throw that into the show notes, because I just think if people haven't seen it, they need to see Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. last summer, Matt wouldn't shut up for the entire beach trip. About making bacon pancakes. Was that whole was that song playing the whole way there? No, he just wouldn't stop singing it. Oh, that's that's worse. And he, especially when we started making pancakes in the morning, I'm just like, I swear to God, Matt. I don't know. It but sounds he, like you sounds like you brought he, that on yourself. Did he take some bacon and he put it in a pancake? Bacon pancake. <laughs> I think I think he might have. He might have done that. Uh. So now, wait, now I am dropping this, this, this bomb on you. What is your favorite meme? Um, I'm not going to answer that question. I am going to tell you a story instead. Recently, I was talking to my brother about the weird Gamergate-style episode of Law & Order, which I'm not going into detail of, but it's a bizarre episode. It's not, uh, yeah. Have you seen it? 
I have, yeah. Any good we, at we all? We talked about it a long time ago, but oh, okay. It's anyway. yeah, I'm not gonna get into it. Um, but then there a meme came from that because the end of that episode suddenly the villainous characters see the world like a video game. Um, again, I'm not even gonna go into that, but it was turned into um a meme. Um, in which they kept changing the visuals of the video game. Uh-huh. And my brother was showing me this uh, as per our conversation, and I hadn't seen that before. It's an old meme, but like the internet is huge and infinite, so I hadn't seen it. And then I said to him, well, that's referencing the Adam, um, oh, sorry, Adrian Brody. I always do that. The Adrian Brody meme. And then my brother was like, what? And then I got to show <laughs> him an even older meme. Meme um, And so the... Gamergate Law and Order episode meme, which is, it's like it's from the POV of the villains or point of view, sorry, and there just keeps changing the video game and it uses the music from the Adrian Brody meme, which I'm assuming you know it's the Adrian Brody, mm. Adrian Brody. I've never actually got, seen like, this going meme. Going through space wow. and there's stars and he just changes the world for the better. Okay, um, as Adrian Brody does, yeah, especially in Stellar very... commercials. It's a very long meme, but also it's one of those things where, like, just last week I got to experience showing it to my brother and him going, this is a long video of me being like, you watch the whole thing, brother. You watch the whole thing. So basically, you're not going to answer my question, <laughs> but you're going to, you did give me a very nice look at at meme sharing and how it can be its own treasure. How far down the rabbit hole you can go. Yeah, right. Oh, that's the best thing about memes. When you've got, like, nerdy friends, like, that's. That was my whole undergrad through film school was just us sharing weird memes. Unfortunately, Meat Spin was also one thing. Oh, God. Oh, no, Google. don't want to bring that back don't. up. Mm-mm. If you don't know what it is, then nope. you're, you're in a better place. No, nope. yep. Um, yep. But yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Except for Meat Spin. That's not. Yeah, no, Meat Spin's not great. <laughs> so I have you on the record saying Meat Spin is a beautiful thing. You spin me right round, baby, right round. Oh. <sighs> Uncomfortable. Meat spin was a beautiful thing. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I think one of my favorite memes has to be um, the uh, the Walking Dead one. Oh, Carl. Coral. It's Coral. It's, it's, it's usually dad like jokes. It's always jokes. Yeah, it's bad jokes. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. My favorite is um, because it's now devolved from Carl to Coral. Yeah. So it's like, hey, Coral, what do you call a fast zombie? Not now, Dad. A zombie. A zombie Coral. <laughs> and I'm just oh they're just great yeah those are pretty good now I'm trying to think about what my favorite meme is uh, doge it might be doge oh uh, doge is classic it, it's it's simple oh. it's enjoyable it's it's never depressing in my experience so speaking of doge uh, Just Cause 3 came out recently okay and it literally has a doge mode I'm not kidding that makes me uncomfortable no, because it's, it's great it's amazing Doge in meme form is enjoyable. I I feel like Doge in game form would be overwhelming. Every time, when you you turn on Doge mode in Just Cause 3, every time you kill an enemy, it's like, such liberation, much kill. I don't know, it makes me think of the the birthday skull in Halo that makes all of the enemies' heads explode like confetti. um, Yeah, Grump Birthday Party. Yeah, that just... It's hilarious. Ah, but it's so... Both in one way unnerving and also annoying after a while because they have like the kids going yay yeah, every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah's giving me a look like, "What is this? <laughs> Why is this? What is video game?" 
Sorry, I, I mean, I, I, I know I didn't I expect Sarah not to know what a video game is. That wasn't what I meant. No, never heard of them. Is it some thing that you do by yourself when you're like enjoying your own time? What is art? What really is it? It is, a, yeah. Oh my god, don't even start me on that. I went to see, uh, it was like it was sold to me as a dance show, okay. Um, with two people because I'm a theater nerd and I love dance. And it was like supposed to be a bodybuilder and like a ballet dancer and like a play on physicality and like range of movement and, and all that sort of stuff. And I was super excited. Turned out it was performance art, which is one of my least favorite things in the whole world. Mm. And for 15 minutes, I basically saw them do four things on repeat. Oh. And you'd think I'm exaggerating. I know you think I am, but the, and I took my mom. We kept making eyes at each other like this is the worst thing we've ever sat through. And I just Yikes. I just can't. It's it's too fresh, it's too it's too raw. Alright, let's I won't I won't make you go back there. Um, <laughs> uh an older gentleman talked to us this morning about the uh the Shrek musical. Oh yeah, I remember that. Robert. Shrek is no, love. Shrek is not love. I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna go there. I don't wanna be <laughs> I don't wanna be in this place anymore. I need to cleanse my mind, <laughs> cleanse my body. I'm going to go sit in the bathtub for a while. <laughs> uh, let's move on, though. Let's move on. We've, we've had a good good run about memes. I, I enjoyed this discussion. Uh, Are there any Mark Zuckerberg memes? No, but that's not what we're moving on to. Damn. Uh, good try, though. Good Damn. try with your transition. Uh, no, I wanted to go with the, one of the smaller topics for today. Uh, Google Play Music. Um, Sarah... I say this because I don't know. Do they have Google Play Music in Australia? Actually, you have an iPhone, don't you? No? No, I have an Android phone. Oh, okay. I guess I'm just used to like everyone else I know having an iPhone and questioning why I don't. Well, I said almost. I'm Um, never getting an iPhone. Nor I, most likely. You have one. Not anymore. You did. Yeah, because my iPhone broke and that was free. Still had one. All right, all right. I'll never buy a newer model. There you go. Um, the reason I ask is because I didn't know if they had Google Play Music in Australia because a lot of those things tend to be rather like region locked to certain places. Yeah, no, you're totally right with that assumption, but I think we have it. Okay. I started Googling it as you asked me that question. Um, anyway. Googling Google Play Music. Googling Google Play Music. That's a lot of Google. Uh, anyway, they began rolling out their family plan, which, uh, Tom, that's, uh, Tom Van Orden, podcast director, uh, and I are talking about, we're going to go in on that. And uh, get that because not only do you get it's uh, you and up to six other people in your household share Google Play Music for $15 a month, but you also get thrown in with that is YouTube Red. So everyone on the account gets ad for YouTube. Really? Mm hmm. Huh. For $15 a month. Mm hmm. I mean, if you're a, an individual person, it's $10 a month and you still get both. Boy, how do you, how can you be a deal like that? Yeah. I mean, I've been thinking about getting. YouTube Red anyway, just because it comes with Google Play Music, but if I can get it a little cheaper by splitting it with someone, I'm never against that. I'm never against making things cheaper. What is the benefit of me using Google Play Music over Spotify? Uh, I mean, as I understand it, it has a bigger library of music, at least in the U.S., and you also get the YouTube, and you also get YouTube Red. So, I mean, that's that's a twofold benefit, more music... And an additional service. It's basically, in a way, then, like mixing. I'm trying to think, almost like mixing 
I don't want to say Netflix because there's not quite YouTube has some great content, but there's not quite Netflix originals content on there. Correct. But there's a lot of content video wise plus the music, so you're getting the two for one special. I'm just wondering if they're ever either going to separate the two, uh, and they're just doing this right now to gain subscribers, or if they will raise the price because of having to include both services. But this is just like an introductory period kind of thing. Hmm. Interesting. Any luck, Sarah? Have you discovered? Uh, we appear to have it, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know about the family plan fee. Well, that was they just started rolling that out, and I didn't. Let me see if I can pull it up. Because I pulled up an article on Gizmodo uh, Australia that was saying uh, we don't know what the price for Australian Google Play Music would be for the family plan, sorry, but that article was from October, so... Well, according to the blog post that Google just put out this week, uh, it's going to be rolling out over the next week for users in the United States, Canada, the UK, Australia, France, and Germany. So you will be getting it. It's nice to be thought of. So, I mean, if, if they keep... I don't know what the price is... Uh, in Australia, but it would if they're keeping with the same kind of structure, I would assume it would be fifty percent more uh, than the standard single person price. But the real question will be like the size of the music library and the inclusion with YouTube Red. Uh, those two things could be up for debate. I don't know. Do you think you're do you, do you have Spotify currently, yes, Adam? I do. Sarah, do you subscribe to any music yeah, services? No, I use Spotify, but it's I'm same. Such, I'm the opposite of an early adopter in that it took me. I don't even want to know if it was a year or if it was like nine months or something stupid like that to realize that the Spotify app on my phone could control Spotify playing through my laptop. And for months, I had to get out of bed to change (laughs) the song. And I've only just worked out I could do it like lying down on my phone. I think I I think I used to know that. And then I got like I wasn't at a point where it was relevant because I didn't necessarily have my computer in my room. And I forgot about it, but now that you say that, I remember doing that at one point. Now, that makes me wonder if it works the same way on my uh, PS4. Does it have a Spotify app? Yeah. It probably does. That may be. You'll have to check into that. I won't have to uh, go to the uh, the menu to change songs anymore. Yeah, do some of that hard-hitting investigative reporting and check into that. Yes. Um Okay, I feel less of a noob for that conversation. Yeah, well, you you taught us something, and we taught you something. Everybody gained from this conversation. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, like I had never seen the Irish reporter meme either. So, oh yeah, I guess we gained a couple things from this from this conversation. Um, I'm going to go to a quick word from our affiliates, and we'll come right back. Want to get the most out of your dollar? Amazon is the world's largest online store with millions of items available at prices significantly below retail. With Amazon Prime, you also get free two-day shipping, music movies to stream, and special discounts. Just go to commongeek.tv slash affiliates and click the link for a free 30-day trial. You want your stuff and you want it cheap and fast, so go to commongeek.tv slash affiliates and make your holiday shopping that much easier. Let's talk a bit about, a bit more since we were on the subject a little bit about YouTube. Uh, one of our contributing writers, Sam Skari, who, well, we'll talk about that. my best friend. Is, is your best friend. Oh, that's uh, nice. And YouTube collaboration partner. Yes. Uh, wrote an article for us this week regarding... Uh, YouTube. Well, I guess it's it's tangentially about YouTube. Um, but Vessel, Adam, had you heard of Vessel before this article? Yes. No, no is an acceptable answer if, you, if that's the honest one. <laughs> and Sarah, we <laughs> talked a little bit before this. You said you had not either. No. All right. Well, then I'm going to fill people in. Vessel is a service that was originally billed a year ago as basically like get 
get like they're gonna get on the biggest creators from YouTube and be like, pay us two ninety nine a month and you get their videos early. Like that was like their main uh, advantage was the idea is that content that made sense to that could be released early, like comedy and stuff like that, would be available through the service a couple days or a week earlier. Right. Um, and the other advantage was that when it first started out, if I remember correctly, that it was ad free. Uh, and then they started putting ads in, uh, or I guess creators had the option to put ads in as well. Um, and now, and kind of as Sama mentioned in the article, a little coincidentally around the same time that YouTube uh, announces their ad-free option, you know, now they need some more competition in a way to justify that two ninety nine a month. Uh, they're giving us an option called Threads, which is basically a back-and-forth conversation between creators on the platform and also users. Via video. Via video, yeah. And this is kind of, in a, in a way, not directly because they didn't come out and say it this way, but in a lot of ways kind of a throwback to video responses, which were a big thing on YouTube for the longest time. I hate this so much. You hated video responses? It, it's just, yeah, I, I didn't like them. Why? Because it's just... Wait, wait, are you saying like reactions or responses? Because reaction videos are a different thing. Um, if you're talking about videos where someone watches someone else's video and reacts to it, that's an entirely different subject. No, it's it was okay. like one of those like those videos of uh, people watch watch their video and then afterwards they post a video of what they thought about that video. Yeah, that's a reaction. That's okay, more that's of a reaction. reaction. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Response those. response would be like I make a video about global warming I'm gonna say global warming and you come back with a video saying here are my thoughts on what you said here's my response to your your points of interest like it's an actual response to what you're saying not just here's what I thought about like your funny video like that responses in a way could actually be a conversation back and forth something um, relevant in terms of content yeah instead of just I watched a video, here's what I thought of it. Yeah. Uh, like, well, think about, I mean, it's not the perfect example, but think of the Vlogbrothers. If you were right. to take those videos and put them on two different channels, they're a conversation back and forth in a lot of ways, but uh, I guess that's not, nah, that's not the best example. Sarah, do you have a better example for me? <laughs> yes. Beside, your, um, beside yourself? No, no yes, okay. beside myself. No, YouTube, the YouTube community was, was at its absolute best when it had video responses, and what it would do is... Uh, someone would say something else, uh, an, an appeal or just a commentary or just uh, like a really interesting video. A lot then, of times YouTube seemed to be dying. That was, that was, the, that was the, the common thing I saw going around. Like YouTube's dying here is why. Uh, I've seen a, a lot of um, video response topics that weren't like that. But anyway, uh, so someone's made an interesting video then someone else decides to respond to it then organically without anyone saying you should make a video for this suddenly everyone was making videos about that topic and then you could you could search them um you could say when when someone makes their own video further down the line they can say they would often link to their favorite responses that had been made so far um you could search that like if you're uh, a viewer coming in and you're like, this topic is really interesting, you could find other videos through the video response feature underneath the video. You could find it through people's shout outs. It, it was all organic. It was like proper self-managing community in which people were sharing ideas and discussing and and coming to conclusions. And it was, it's yeah, it was amazing. But th- that's when it was really at its best. When did YouTube got removed those, I want to say, in 2012? Does that sound about right? Uh, I think the article said 2013. Oh, I could be wrong. I've been wrong in the past. Oh, yeah. And if Salma wrote the article, I trust that she was right. 
if I remembered it right. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of things uh, discontinued in 2013. And actually, I know that at the bottom of the article uh, that I was wrong, and I admit to that. Uh, August 27th, 2013, uh, based on the blog post that we also linked to. That was YouTube's original post. Which that immediately got, like, the second they came out with that, like, they were like, no one uses this. But they got so many comments about it that clearly some people, if they weren't using it, at least cared about it. Right. Uh, And then, Sarah, you, and when did you and Sama begin your project? Talk about that a little bit, too. Yeah, well, uh, since you brought it up, uh, what is it that you do on YouTube? Um, I'm mostly a blogger. I've just been doing that ever since um, 2008, and I was 18 at the time, and I'm now 25. So when I go back and watch them, it's like this massive time capsule of my life, and it's kind of almost become its own art project in that way. Um, just talking about things that I've found interesting mostly over the years, and then all of this year, Sama and I have been um, doing a project uh, that this year we've called Past Sama, Future Sarah, a conversation through time zones, which is a, a little nod to um, a vlogger named Bing that Sama loves. Um, and we've made videos back and forth very deliberately every Wednesday, and we would make them on alternating Wednesdays. And sometimes we would discuss the same things. Sometimes we would introduce new topics, but we'd always be referencing each other. And it was, um, it was a vlog in the style of, you know, a single person talking to a camera and we're involving um, an audience. But um, it was very similar to the Blog Brothers in which we are talking back and forth. Um, we did it because we've both been vlogging for a little while now and we were feeling the community lack as the thing that is lacking from YouTube community and so we um, deliberately manipulated it in that we would constantly have this community even if it was just each other. Mm-hmm. And and to be clear, you were these are on your individual channels uh, going back yes. and forth between not but they're so they're basically like a sub project within your existing channels. Yes, um, but it's it's both of us have it as our um, priority, what, what we're predominantly doing. But yes, it very much is. And so there's there's one big playlist um, that if anyone's curious that exists. Yeah, I actually, yes. uh, in Sama's article, I made an editor's note linking to the project. Oh, that's lovely. Um, yeah, the other, the other thing is then you can pick and choose. We also didn't want to make it where you were forced to have to watch all of them. And we also wanted to avoid... Um, lots of inside jokes we, we were both just discussing how we both used to really love and watch wheezy waiter videos mm-hmm. and i still think craig is brilliant but i got to the point where i couldn't handle daily videos and i couldn't handle coming back months later and not having any idea what's going on anymore mm-hmm. uh so that's another reason why not only do we do them on alternating wednesdays but um it's always about topics and issues and things that we want to talk about um, but you could always pick it up at any point. You can always jump into the conversation at any point. And you're um, coming up on your year mark for that, right? Or yeah, we've about to hit a year. We're going to do it again next year, but we're going to do it slightly differently next oh. year. We've been in talks about how we want to improve it and how we want to try new things. Cool, cool. Um, and to be clear, from what I heard you saying earlier, you are um, pro-Eagles and anti-Eagle punching. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's oh, what I sorry that's that's what I got out of that conversation about Wheezy Waiter. That's yeah, that that's your philosophical stance. Yes, cool, definitely. Yes, I'm I am the enemy. Whoa, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Uh, what kind of monster did you invite on? 
I ask my, myself that every time I see Adam. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I jest, I jest. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's take a quick uh, spin to an entirely different, entirely separate topic. And I'm going to start that out by asking... talking about that? Oh, I mean, I mean... We don't have to. We brought, we brought video responses back. I don't know. What else did you, did you guys have more input to say? I'm open to listening. Oh, I'm just... I just I'm interested. I'm genuinely interested because I looked it all up yesterday and... Oh, well, now uh, I feel bad. Now you've done research. <laughs> yeah, well... You were prepped. Good job. Uh, I right. told you, I've had a year-long project that's, you know, deliberately targeting the fact that video responses aren't a thing, and you told me that someone else is bringing out a platform in which they can make video responses a thing, so of, of course, my interest is peaked. So now, uh, all right, well then my question to both of you is, will you I guess, it? Adam, well, yeah, will you use it, given that you have to pay for it? No. <laughs> all right, all right, so we see the no, level of importance the for video responses. Audience. Yeah. The YouTube audience is... Oh, I had a big problem with it for a number of reasons. YouTube has just abandoned community mostly. And yes, that's a giant generalization of a statement. But it used to be that you put up a video and all of your tags would work. So similar tags and you'd, you'd find small videos um, suggested in the side. When you logged into your YouTube page, your subscriptions came up. Now you have to work extra hard to find your subscriptions. And the only suggested videos in the side just seem to be the most popular videos. Right. I shouldn't log into YouTube for it to say, hey, you like this video. Would you like to watch it again? No. No, I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> I would also say that most of the ones I see, even if they are not just the most popular, they're definitely like something, like maybe a similar topic, but only similar topics from some of the biggest per- biggest YouTubers. Let's, let's yeah. actually take a look at my YouTube right now. All right. Let's see what pops up. On like so the recommended? The opening page is the homepage. And... Are you on the <laughs> app or on the website? I'm on the app. Okay. Um, because we just listened to a little bit of it, the first thing to pop up is Jim Jeffries. Okay. Relevant to your search results? Yes. And then we have recommended um, a bunch of anime stuff, Fallout 4, more Jim Jeffries. Anything that you'd be actually be interested in clicking on, though? Um, Maybe. I mean... Because, I mean, if, if a search algorithm is doing its job, at least one of those should make you go, yes, I'm going to click that. Yeah, like some, like this one here, Seven Dragon Ball Z Mysteries. I probably know them already and don't give a crap, so. <laughs> and then and then here, it's a video, it's um, Go68 from Achievement Hunter. Like, one that I watched ten months ago, as it says it was ten months ago. I oh, watched, it says. I've watched this already, so why would I want to watch it again? I think that's one thing that YouTube should get better with its algorithm at is that there is certain content that lends itself to being rewatched and there's certain content that does not. And if it recognizes that you have watched it, it should not re-recommend it. Yeah, on the trending page here, because now they added a trending tab to the app. I did see that recently. Um, the first thing here is obviously the X-Men Apocalypse trailer. Yeah, I think the trending tab, that's a fairly new thing. I've only seen that within the past week on my computer. That's a good mythical warning. Sarah, does that come up for you? Uh, yeah, so I'm just looking at the browser, and yeah, so there's home, there's a home tab, a trading tab, a subscriptions tab. John Stewart. It feels to me like, in my opinion, home and subscription should be the same thing, and that you don't need a, like, tr- trending should be a thing, or if they're going to do anything, they should at least combine all three, like you should have your trending, your home, and your subscriptions all in one. Oh, this actually looks like fun. But like, organized in a way that it makes sense. 
This uh, I don't know how know how many how far I've scrolled down, but this uh, this video, Alton Brown reviews Amazon's dumbest kitchen gadgets. That actually I, sounds fun. I heard about that video. That video, I've seen that video going around quite a bit recently. Two million views. Yeah, yeah. Oh, apparently Alton Brown was here in Lancaster last weekend. Why? I don't know. He um, Instagrammed a photo from. Uh, Where do I know him from? I know that name. Food Network. Oh, okay, okay. Like he looked familiar. I yeah. just didn't know what what, what his thing was hey, he's a cool guy but uh, like yeah he was here in Lancaster at, I don't I remember what the restaurant was I'll have to ask Tommy but um and since oh what's up Sarah Disney dropped a trailer for the BFG what is the BFG because the I big friendly giant it's oh see BF, BFG is a Duke Nukem term that I know that's and, not yeah see that everyone I, I saw a bunch of jokes on gaming websites because there's the BFG in Doom, and they're like, Spielberg's BFG has nothing to do with Doom or Quake. And I'm like, aww. What? Oh, no. Do you not know Roald Dahl, the author? No. I, I know Roald Dahl, yeah. I do not. I do. I live yeah. under a rock. Get, get up on it. A very, very internet-filled <laughs> rock, but a rock nonetheless. He's just a classic author born this properly born 1916 died 1990 the year of my birth and yeah, my birth not mine I'm old okay um is it children's books is that he I wrote mean... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory mm-hmm. he wrote Matilda ah well, I know both James of those. the Giant Peach okay I know all th- I know those three um, <laughs> most of his stuff was illustrated by Quentin Blake that's something I actually knew um giant fan of Roald Dahl but um, it's very British or, or Commonwealthy to grow up in Roald Dahl books. Okay. And I'm excited about the oh, film. Chocolate anyway, yeah, video responses. I'm intrigued. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to the next topic, Sarah, I'll ask, uh, do they have Uber in Australia? Yes. Yeah? Do you ever use it? With the same issues. The same issues? Uh, the same issues, like Uber drivers being creepy. Oh, I thought you meant like the regulatory issues, but she could also. Yeah, no, it. I meant the regulatory issues. I find taxi drivers are creepier than Uber drivers. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, I've heard some stuff from. Yeah, it's because that's what the taxi lobby wants you to hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, they don't want you to like Uber drivers. And and admittedly, when I say taxi drivers can be creepier, I'm talking about my own hometown. Right. Like, everything is different wherever you are, but in my hometown, taxi drivers can be creepy. <laughs> yeah, Uber came to Lancaster. Time. I've yet to try Not it. <laughs> Not to disparage Actually, an entire workforce. Um, profession. When when did we do the Sunday podcast? Was it two weeks ago? Sounds right. That was when I had uh, my ten year high school reunion. And did you use Uber for the first time? Oh, okay. Let me get into that. Um, we left the reunion because we were bored, and then ran into another one of my classmates who was at the reunion at another bar within walking distance, and. He is, like, the lightest of lightweights I think I've ever seen. And he was walking around the reunion with a bottle of champagne, which by then was gone, and he was still drinking. He was so drunk, he was just, like, falling over. I'm like, like, all right, buddy, hold on. Let's, let's, um, we, we should get you home before, you know, they kick us out of the bar. So we actually called an Uber for him and his friend. And, uh, yeah, that was literally my first experience with Uber. All right. Um, how was it? Or wait, did you? Sorry, no, I didn't I, go with. You didn't go with him. Okay, no, never mind. But uh, the Uber driver seemed really nice. They usually are. They just want. I get... really. 
a really strange experience in which uh, a bunch of engineers <laughs> had been made redundant in my hometown, like pretty widespread across the industry. So we got picked up in a BMW by a civil engineer who was looking for work. Oh. He was really nice, but it was like, oh, this is what you're doing now. Mm. Uh, I mean, it pays the bills. Yeah. I mean, I know, yeah. I know a lot of people that do it full time. It was a lovely BMW. I mean, if you like driving, I do. I don't. I like I like riding in transport. I, I'm aware. My dad's a bus driver. Yeah? Does he like it? Yeah, he does. He loves it. Well, that's important. Uh, so anyway, the reason we're talking about Uber and why I brought it up is Uber has been like kind of trying to manage their way into just about every industry that involves transport. Like they're trying to do, there's a, the, the, they're trying to do like package delivery, courier services. And, uh, one of the other big ones is Uber eats, which is going to deliver you food. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean, basically like that's what they're trying to corner the market is. All right. What involves a car? What can we, what can we contract work out of this? And so now up until recently, Uber eats was in like 12 different cities uh, but now in Toronto specifically, and I guess it's like a trial run, they're going to have its own dedicated app uh, for Uber Eats. So I think that's cool to have something separate so you don't have to – so you don't accidentally click on the wrong thing and like you're trying to order food but you accidentally just get a taxi. Uh-huh. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think about the idea of, of on-demand courier services in that using the Uber infrastructure basically? Question. Okay. Do you trust randoms with your food? I mean, we when we order delivery, we pretty much do anyway. Right. Yes, but they're not a random. They work for that right, right. food enterprise. Like, they're always dealing with that food. So they're super used to it. But an Uber driver is not necessarily always dealing with that food. Correct. And I hope that the fear that they'll get a bad Yelp review will make them be... Wait, did you just... Are you saying the Uber drivers are worried about being getting Yelp reviews? Maybe. Who knows? I'd like to hope so. I mean, they're worried about getting bad Uber reviews. Whatever. Uber can get a, a Yelp review. Because I was super on board with this, and I was like, this sounds amazing, until I remembered what I'm like as a person. I live at home, and often my mom makes dinner, and I live in that same house as my brother. Yes, I am that generation. And I will sometimes take my brother's dinner to his room because, you know, why should he get up? Anyway, on the way... There's a chip tax or like, you know, I always eat some of his dinner. Like, I don't tell him that. Right. But like, <laughs> it's a secret. Taking- you should not let <laughs> so, him so to be clear, thing. you're worried that the Uber drivers will be taking secret chip tax out of your food. <laughs> no, see, like, I get that. And like, I would, I would say, hey, you know, uh, get something for yourself as well. And there's really, I mean, I kind of get that to a point. Like, you got to hope that when it comes to delivery that they won't yeah. do something like that, that they're going to, you know, not want to jeopardize their ratings and their and their I mean, livelihood well i mean if, if they show up with less food than what you specifically ordered they're probably going to get fired well no 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 no. but yeah, that's the but thing like, is I, I, he never notices that i've eaten part of his dinner like i know how to eat someone's dinner without them knowing but but here's the other thing too is even if they do notice you can say oh i guess the restaurant did it wrong like there's no the, the right there's no proof that they yeah. ate it or not like we have a third party courier yeah. service here but those services are partnered with yeah. the food places that they work through, whereas Uber is an independent contractor. Granted, from what I understand, Uber Eats also works alongside with the restaurants. So I don't, I don't know what the you'd, you'd. Uh, I think the best you'd hope for is that they would have enough integrity to 
not take a chip tax. <laughs> I like how this is now the shorthand. I'll always remember that. I love that you're not saying fries. This is rare. Oh. I what you meant. You didn't know. I was yes. sitting here thinking chip tax. You meant like, like actual chips. Like, like literal potato, potato chips. chips no, yeah. No, I just, I didn't, I didn't think about the no, cultural right. difference. Yeah. I was culturally insensitive for a moment. Idioms. That's all right. You would notice a packet of crisps, whatever, taken, but um, <laughs> wouldn't notice the odd fry. Yeah, that's true. That's well, see, because I, I go to a lot of restaurants where they give you just loose potato chips, crisps, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, that was one of the strangest things I've experienced when I went to the States. I was like, because I, I, we, we call both of them chips. I'm sorry. I know in, in the UK, it's crisps and chips. Here, it's just chips and chips. They're either hot chips or cold chips. And we will, uh. like, if I go to a football game, the, the sign will say hot chips. Um, but it was the strangest thing for me when I went to America and I could order a sandwich. And then on the side, they're like, do you want chips? And it was a packet of potato cold chips. potato chips or crisps or whatever. And I'm just like, that is, that's a snack. That's not part of your meal. <laughs> People eating it. Part of, and I was, it just. And then I was with all American friends, and they're all like looking at me like, "What is wrong with you?" And like, I went to a Fourth of July barbecue, and people just put out a big box of the packaged crisps, like when you're supposed to be eating your meal at the same time, like as part of it. And people sat down for their barbecue food, and they had that with them. And I just you're getting culture shock. I was gonna say a little culture shock. You're still you have like cult culture uh, PTSD. Yeah. (laughs) No, but so to be clear. Fries aren't a snack to you? To me, fries are a snack. Yeah. I mean, but they're also part of a meal. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's more acceptable to get um, fries with a burger than it would be potato chips. Yeah, I could see. I could see. But a, a fry is not that different to a roast potato. No. Oh, I see the comparison now. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. It's just a cooked vegetable. Right. Only when you cook it like so thinly and deep fried and it barely resembles a vegetable anymore it just and now it's more like a confectionery it's very strange to me it, for me that was like eating candy for dinner huh i've done that <laughs> I'm not proud of you're it. an adult and that is your right <laughs> all right Sorry. um so wait, okay so this uber eats thing yeah um does this mean i can get an uber to go pick up taco bell for Okay. I mean, is, if they're this par- is my question. if they're partnered with Taco Bell in your area, can I can I just contract them to pick up Taco Bell for me? If they're partnered with Taco Bell no, in I'm your area, saying, I don't... I'm just saying Uber driver. You mean current go, Uber driver in Lancaster? Yes. Go buy no. Taco Bell, bring it to me. I will pay you. You could. I mean, you could pay them in that they would charge you for the price of a fare, whatever it is, to go there and back. And then you would also have to trust them with your credit card to go buy the food. Or cash. cash. So, I mean, yeah, I guess as long as you're trusting a person to not take your money and run. No, it's not so much that. It's just, I want Taco Bell delivered. You and Tom. You and Tom. That's like your ultimate goal in life is like, how can we make this happen? It's because it's like the only place open at two in the morning. And when I'm drunk, I want something delivered to me because I am in no ship to drive. I mean that's that's the responsible way to take that, so I appreciate that knowing yeah. that. Is your McDonald's not twenty four hours? Some of them are. I refuse to go to McDonald's on moral principle. Okay, did not know that. It's just, like I feel so disgusting after eating any McDonald's food. Oh, okay. So it's it, 
I don't think that's a moral issue like you phrased it originally. Oh, sorry. No, morally for my own health. No. Whatever. That, no. <laughs> that, that doesn't work the way you think it does. Whatever. You understand what I'm saying. Yes, I think I do. Uh, but yeah, there's there's some McDonald's that are 24-7. There's some grocery stores that are 24-7. Uh, but like I said, oh, sheets. We have sheets. I don't think there is. No, anything. most of them are. Well, yeah, I know. All of them are. So I don't think I've seen a sheet that isn't. Really. So you can get food there, but still no delivery. Not yeah. Nothing that can be delivered to the you. The sad thing is, there really isn't anything that's 24 hours within walking distance of my house. So. Nor mine. Uh, and that's a true injustice, frankly. You should always have something yeah. with something within walking distance Absolutely. that is 24 hours. Absolutely. Because it's, sometimes it's 3 a.m. and you're bored. And... 7 Eleven? Uh, not around. Uh, I mean, is there Seven Eleven around seen here? Seven Eleven in a long time. They're down in Florida. That's the last place I remember seeing them. I mean, because that's really the only two places. Like, and and California, but those are like the only three places I go. Is like home. Oh, I take that back. Boston. Boston has some. Mm. But it's like home. Boston. Florida. California. Those are the only places that I go. Because <laughs> there's like it's a very Australian thing. There's always a servo that's open. 24 hours nearby or a service station but we shorten everything mm-hmm. and right. they will always have meat pies on the heat mm-hmm. and then other stuff but there's always a meat pie or a sausage roll well they just opened a gas station about a, a block from me now really? and they serve oh the US Mart yeah yeah and uh, but they're not 24-7 their, their hours are weird it's like 7 I think it's like 7am to 11pm doesn't really seem weird it just feels weird to me. No, it doesn't. It, I feel like if they were going to close, it'd be like 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, not 11. Mm. Or midnight, or they would just stay up to midnight. I just, But also, from what I can tell, there's only like one guy working there, so Tom and I don't want him to have to spend all of his life there. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I keep hoping that someday they'll expand their hours and become 24-7 because they sell hot dogs. Yeah, I mean... Um, and then it'd be a block away. Well, the gas station near DJ's is... Uh, it's been within walking distance for him. All right, let's enough talking about our local. <laughs> I just want something within walking distance of twenty four hours, so I can get a or, snack when I'm drunk. Or you want twenty four hour delivery? One or the other. Something I mean, has to I give. Can't, I can't always. I mean, I have to think ahead now. Am I going to be drunk tonight? Should I get a snack for later? I probably should. What will I be in the mood for later? It's yeah. an ordeal. I mean, as an adult, I think it's never a bad idea to have food in the house. No, you're no. It's one thing I've learned growing but up that's like... Sometimes I am, I'm in the mood for a cheeseburger at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's fair. That's fair. All right. We're going we're gonna to go to one more word from our affiliates, and then we're going to come back and talk quite a bit about Facebook. Do you want to make a website? Want guaranteed uptime and WordPress support? DreamHost is a powerful web host with packages built for consumers and business. DreamHost powers CommonGeek.tv along with tons of other sites. If you want your ideas to reach the world and want quality service, go to DreamHost.com and use the offer code CommonGeek to get 10% off one year of hosting. That's DreamHost.com, offer code CommonGeek. See, none of you guys get to hear that, though, but I always think about it, the fact that uh, Adam Costello, our editor, who is fantastic and wonderful, uh, different Adam than the one I'm sitting here with, uh, edits all of these because he's fantastic and always adds in nice little jingly background music to mm-hmm. the ads, which makes it a... Uh... To really to really cover over the fact that you sometimes lose your comp- composure for me talking with you. Yeah, between that or whoever else might be here, or Tom doing whatever it is he does when he reads the ads. But let's talk about Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook. Well, the big news is that he and his wife, who I did not realize that his wife owned 
shares of Facebook, unless I guess maybe they own them that, jointly. That was, I don't know. Maybe that was part of the. Uh, the That's the why premium. he married her. Yeah. <laughs> he wait. He married. He married her. He has first. the option of all the shares. Yeah, yeah. He I'm, wanted. He wanted to consolidate his shares. I'm joking. To be a no, um, but Dr. Priscilla Chan and Mark Zuckerberg. She's a doctor. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I did not, I, know, I did not know anything about who Mark Zuckerberg was married to until this. I mean, I didn't need to either. It wasn't like a dying question. I felt yeah, I, I mean, needed to know. But didn't really care. I mean, um, hey, you want to get married? Good for him. But they welcomed their newborn daughter into the world, uh, yeah. and he posted a, a Facebook note about it. Which, when I told Tom about that, he said, Facebook still has notes? Wait, Facebook still has notes? God, God damn it. <laughs> Facebook still has notes, guys. Wow. Uh, but they've completely revamped them. So they're more of a medium.com style blog post when you look at them now. Like, it has they, a nice nice header image, and it's just, they've upgraded them significantly. Do they still appear on, like, someone's timeline? Yeah, yeah. Um, unrelated, but the most recent one I saw uh, was actually from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Go on. He was posting about how he doesn't care if people agree with him on climate change, like we need to invest in green energy. That was his, his point. It's like not about you can disagree on the science or whatever, but like not working towards clean energy is basically not smart. Yeah, this is coming from the Terminator. <laughs> you got to listen to him. It's the Terminator. <laughs> He'll kill you. Uh, so anyway, they welcomed the newborn daughter, put a big Facebook note, and in that note they pledged to give approximately 99% of their Facebook shares uh, throughout their lifetime to charity. So, I don't know, I just thought it was a neat thing. Uh, it's very, it's yeah, kind of a very Warren Buffett-style bold claim to yeah. give all that away. There has been critique of that, which I barely understand, so I don't want to um, misrepresent it, but it's in some kind of trust that is not being treated as a charity, apparently. I could be hearing this wrong, and... I've heard things to that effect, and then their their statements of like what they want this money to do were incredibly vague, um, like end world suck kind of vague, um, which that's the slogan for DFTBA, which is a registered charity, but also within that they have very clear goals. But there was no clear goals about what this money is going to do, and then it wasn't being put into an actual charity. And then I'm not I'm not one of the people who's critiquing it. I don't have a problem with it because. I mean, it sounds at face value like a really good thing, but I am really confused about what it actually is. Yeah, I mean, like when it says like when it says donate Facebook shares, is he donating the share as a share, or is he donating the monetary value of the share? I understood that as selling off the shares and donating the monetary value. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can find a bit more information while we're discussing it. Um, but that because is how donating, donating the shares can be more useful. I mean, yeah, because I guess whoever they donate them to they could then hold on to those shares yeah. and sell them when they go up to a higher price. It's like basically or, or you, the same you, as you a, get, a bond, almost. Is it Dividends? Yeah. Yes. Ah, that's also a good point. Mm. Hold on to them dividends. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean... people do. People donate shares to charities for that reason, and then the charity just hangs on to those shares, and then they continue to profit from just owning them. Yeah, as long as that business continues to do well, they, they gain more out of it, so... Yeah, that, yeah, I never really thought of that as an idea, but that makes a lot of sense in, in its own way as a, like, again, I guess assuming the economy keeps going well, is like right. a, a self-continuing donation. Uh, you made me think of something. I'm going to go a little off topic here. Uh, I saw a friend of mine posted something interesting on Facebook today. It was it was literally, literally just a question he posed as like a what-if scenario. Okay. So if you had $10 million All right. and you could only buy things... Uh, 
that share the first letter of your name, what would it be? All right, so in my case, are we going with R? Yeah. Yeah, because that's the first real letter of my name. Um, I can only buy things that begin with R. Hmm. I'm trying to think about things that are like profitable that I could then turn right. around and use. Because, like I, I said, Apple stock. Oh, Apple.com, like Apple, yeah. the computer company. No, no, no. At first no. I thought stock, you said Apple stock. stock. to make apples with, like processed apples. All right, I thought you were messing with me. No, I'm I pretty sure you're messing with, messing with me. <laughs> I don't know. Sarah, any ideas on what you would buy with $10 million, but only using the first letter of your first name? Um... I'm not good, like, on the spot. So my brain went to, like, sanitation for people in developed nation, developing nations that need that. And then I was, like, schools. Yeah. Um, my first thought was race. I'm to be like, I'm a good person. I'm just struggling to think of good S things. I was trying to think of, I, my first thought was race cars. And I was like, yeah, nah, I can't really do anything with that. Well, like, like that's so just throw it to me. Well, that's why, oh, and she could, uh, she could buy a subway. Like, wait, wait, do you mean the, the food, you mean the food? chain? Food chain. Okay. I mean, she could theoretically buy an actual subway. I think, um, maybe. I mean, ten million dollars you could buy. I think what is it? It might be like, I don't. I'm just. I have no clue. I'm gonna say like thirty-five thousand own a subway store. Okay. So you know, buy one, make more money. I know someone who bought one of the first subway franchises in this uh, in this area. Oh yeah. And he is making bank on that investment now. No, it's a great investment because he bought it like ten years before anyone else was really doing it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a interesting question. So we got Apple, Subway, or sanitation, and uh, race schools. cars or schools. You did say schools. Um, darn, that Not to profit on that. I was thinking about like what good could you do with ten million dollars? Oh, right, sorry. I know. should be clear. I was looking for a way to profit that you could turn around and continue to give no, no, away. Yeah, no, that's 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 why I wanted Apple stock. I'm like, yes. Uh, make me more money, but then I can do more things with that more money. With those sweet, sweet dividends. Yes. I don't know why. I find myself really liking to say the word dividends. It's a fun word. Yeah. Hmm. It uses V, which we don't use often. Someone out there is thinking of a really obvious S thing, and they're just shouting it in their head. Oh, probably. Or out loud. They're just shouting it out loud in their home. <laughs> sea monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Ten million dollars in sea monkeys. monkeys. (laughs) Sharpies. Sharpies. Sharpies, yeah, ten million dollars for the sharpies. A swimming pool full of sharpies. A swimming pool full of sharpies. That's perfect. And painful and thank God they're non toxic. Wait, are we just assuming like sorry, are we assuming it's the Sharpie pens or just the Sharpie ink? Hmm. Pens, my yeah, God! Yeah. I thought it was the pens, but then he's like non-toxic, and I was like, "Oh God, is he mean just the?" Ink? Well, I mean, some of the caps might come off. Who knows? I might risk, end that's up, the risk you I take. I might end up with the with a sharpie in a place I don't want to have a sharpie, but you know that's the price we pay. It's the price you pay for a sh- swimming pool full of sharpies. Yeah. A supersized swimming pool full of. Would there, another adjective. would there be so much support in all of those sharpies that you wouldn't sink into them? I guess if you can, if you compacted them enough. Yeah, yeah, I think that could work. And it's not so much compacting; it's just laying on top of each other. I think in the right way. I think well, not not saying I'm going to individually or you die lay these. a slow sharpie death, like in quicksand. Yeah, maybe you can't ever escape it. <laughs> you try to get out, you just slowly sink more and more in. Because <laughs> you can't swim through sharpies, like as much as we're all like having some kind of. Scrooge McDuck fantasy. Exactly. Well, not with that attitude. Like, the real, like a realistic version of Scrooge McDuck's like money 
swimming pool is ridiculous. You would die on impact. Ah, uh, see, so you missed. There's your opportunity. You could have just said swimming pool full of money. Like the swimming pool is still nice. You could have filled it with whatever you want. Well, I mean, if you fill it with paper money, you're gonna deal with paper cuts. That's coins. I'll fill it with coins. Yeah, then you die on impact, like I was saying. Oh God. Wait, why are you diving into it well, knowing that it's coins? slowly die as you've got nothing to grip onto to pull yourself yeah. out. As you sink because you're heavier than the little items around you. And, you and just, then you suffocate. And just inhale pennies. And Guys, this went, to a, this went to a really dark place. <laughs> and, and that is how Scrooge McDuck really ended. I just, I wanted to talk a little bit more about Mark Zuckerberg, but now I'm sad. Good yeah, job. he has a baby. It's beautiful. Oh, no, I meant. I like the social network. It was a good movie. Yeah, you know what? That's good enough. We're just going <laughs> to... Trent Reznor did the soundtrack, and it was awesome. Oh, yeah. You I forgot about that. Sarah, given that I don't know if we'll have an opportunity to have you on uh, for another episode this year, like this time frame... As there are... I mean, there's only a couple more weeks, weeks left. Two and a half weeks left in the year. And so I want to say, what is your favorite film of 2015? No prep. No prep. What? What are you doing? Why do you keep asking me these okay, questions? Okay, okay. You go ahead and think. <laughs> I'm the I'll literally tell you worst. What my favorite film in 2015 is. All right. Star Wars. You haven't seen it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's going to be my favorite film. All right. All right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I would have to go with Age of Ultron. That came out this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I lose track of time. Um, Winter Soldier came out this year, didn't it? No, that was really? That was, was like two years year? ago, I thought. Or maybe just no, last year. No, I think it was last year. I'm going to find out real quick. Sorry for the It might have back. been last year. Captain America 2014. So yeah, it was last year. It was last year. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's the best thing I saw this year, but I really did enjoy Trainwreck. You know, I still have yet to see it and I really I heard it was to. really good and I never saw it either. Also, I also heard that... Um, wow, I totally spaced on her name. Amy Schumer? Amy Schumer, yeah. Amy Schumer and Channing Tatum actually had sex on camera. I don't believe that. Uh, really? Not that they'd You'd be surprised that a lot of films actually do that. No, no. They, they actually got a quote from Amy Schumer. Saying, like, apparently they were um, laughing at Channing Tatum because he can't act his way out of a paper bag. Oh. And so they're like, yeah, this is not convincing at all. Just have sex with me. I don't know if I could do that. I'm not, I guess I'm not that good of an actor. I don't know. Yeah. If someone insulted me in that way, I don't think I'd be able to perform. But it's Channing Tatum, perform. so he's, he's cool for it. I don't know. A grain of salt. Amy Schumer is a comedian, and she does mess with people. I don't she, know if I believe true. that one. She's a fantastic comedian. She's very funny. I love her show. Oh, oh I got, it's clearly clearly my favorite movie was Fifty Shades of Grey. That's clearly yeah. Oh wow, that came out this year. I know. It seems like I guess we all just pushed it back so far yeah. in our minds that it, we thought it came out a um, long time ago. Jurassic World came out. Ooh, I changed my mind. That really? That really? Yes. Kind of blue. No, it was fantastic. You shut your mouth. I enjoyed it, yes. Well, yeah. But when it, that movie ends the exact same way as the first movie mm-hmm. and sets itself self up for the second movie the exact same way the f- the first movie did, mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying that like it was the most highbrow artistic thing I saw this year. I'm just saying I really enjoyed it. I've talked about this on numerous occasions on the podcast, but I originally heard that there was a uh, a horror script written for it but it was scrapped because they wanted to you know not do horror but I mean I they came pretty close in a lot in a couple scenes well I'm not gonna lie I really enjoyed it and I thought well I mean who doesn't love Chris Pratt he makes everything 
fun. Guardians of the Galaxy didn't come out this year, though. No, that was last year. Oh. All right, all right, all right. oh, my God. No, go back to that. Oh, come on. Bring man. that back up. I close um, the list. I want, you to, I want you to be aware that if you look right below Star Wars The Force Awakens... Uh, is the new album and the Chipmunks movie. Yeah, there's a lot of films coming out around the same um, time, basically, because... Someone posted a picture of, like, those two movie posters side-by-side, side, and the caption was just... Because they're both coming out the same weekend. Which same is day. Week, same day. And the caption was just, um, are you ready for the most brutal slaughter in cinema history? I'm upset because uh, that movie with Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, Sisters, comes out on the same day as well. Oh, really? As Star Wars, yeah. And I, I'm, but their marketing campaign for that has been genius. Really? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen anything. Oh. The tagline for it is, you can see both. <laughs> That's true. You can. And they've got all these ads and they keep going on late night TV and they're like, yeah, you can see both. Like, it's brilliant. Because they're directly then, acknowledging what's going on. But then every time I get into the Star Wars conversation, I always find myself mentioning the um, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, film sisters, and you can see both. Yeah, because, I mean, the normal person isn't going to care about that. All right. I think we're going to wrap up for today, but I did not realize that The Hateful Eight comes out on Christmas. Really? Yeah. So does um, uh, Point Break. Point Break remake. Nope, that's good. Bury that under Christmas. No, I want to I wanna watch. No, Keanu and and uh, Patrick Swayze all the way. No, no remake needed. Whatever. I do miss. Oh, now I'm sad. Yeah, he's kind of dead. Oh, God, what? But are you having the time of your life? You've oh. never felt this way before. <laughs> and I swear, it's the truth. And I owe it all to you. No, stopping. <laughs> Great, now we have copyright infringement. Thanks, Sarah. Roadhouse. <laughs> House. Roadhouse. <laughs> all right. Um, Sarah, thank you very much for joining us this week. It's Ooh. been delightful. How about when Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley did the Chippendale sketch on Saturday Night Live? That was a long time ago. And that did raise my spirits from that dark, dark place you took me. Right? How fun is it to watch Chris Farley take off his clothes and dance? Oh, he's dead too. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Um, Adam, do the social medias. <laughs> Head on over to our website, commongeek.tv, where you can find this podcast along with other fantastic articles like that one Sama wrote that we were talking about. Do it. Go do it. Are you talking to me? Because I've already... I, I edited it. I've seen it. I go to our uh, website every day. You can go find us on iTunes where you can find this podcast. Subscribe to it. Please rate us five stars and give us any feedback that you would like to, you know, address to us. Because maybe we did something wrong. Maybe and, we're and, wrong about something. We most likely are. And if you don't have any feedback, just tell us your favorite Patrick Swayze movie. Yeah. It's yeah. Ghost. <laughs> or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TV, where you'll find all sorts of updates pertaining to our articles and this podcast as well. Basically, you can't afford this podcast is what I'm saying. It, it's an integral part of what we do. Adam, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Adam L. Hefe. That's a silent J. All right. And Sarah, where could someone find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube at generic first name. And I've just had to private my Twitter and Instagram because I work with children. All right. Oh, uh, man. And you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at RC Byler. And uh, it's been great having you here, listening in on our little discussion. And as always, as we like to let you know, 
because it's really important. Make sure don't you call, call your mother. You should know what you know. I changed my mind. Now you don't call your mom. T- call your grandpa. Actually, if I'm you have dead. one, God. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. If you have one, otherwise call your mom. If you have one of those too. Sensitive bastard. And call your dad, <laughs> unless your dad is Patrick Swayze. 